Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 664, Dune. The new this one, one deserves it. Deserves what? <laughs> A real title treatment. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did, so you oh, just, no! You didn't realize you just subconsciously didn't script the title because you're just like, no, this is I Dune. Was, no, I was like... Drone didn't really <laughs> work as well. Well, you should have said Arrakis. That would have been the... Because Dune is the other name for Arrakis, so that would have been the play. Yeah. Like, you could have done that. I guess if I cared. There it is. Like <laughs> I okay. I guess if I was like, I'm so like, yeah. like. Well, thanks for coming. I'll take yeah. over from here. <laughs> I was like, I, I was, I was like no, yeah. This We'll get into it. So we'll get into it. Yeah. Before we get into it, let's uh, go around the table and introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And uh, joining us today via the magic of real life. Yeah. <laughs> It's Matt Reedy. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being on. You might see him post all the time in the League of Shows. Oh, yeah. and, uh, and Also the creator of the graphic. Creator of the chicken graphic of right. the League of Shows. So, uh, so, and does all sorts of wonderful graphics. He created the clip out logo. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we don't yeah. really. Okay. Well, our people will send you an invoice for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh uh, before we get uh, into everything, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and rate, review, and uh, follow us so you never miss an episode. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash spoilers, where you can join the aforementioned League of Show Sharers, uh, people who were kind enough to share an episode this week. David Rojas, Nick Scott, Librarian Cynthia, Lane LeVanway, Tammy Sherman Powers, Heather Sachs, Gabriel Lugo, Ralph Tribble, Chris Falls, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Chris Williams, Tony Dobbish, Ooh. The Epic Film Guys, Travis Tewitt, Jeff Wildman, uh, Chris Magic Man, Tiffany Schnell, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, Cinema Recall, Binge Movies, Dan Buffa, We Have a Hulk, Colby Mack, The Movie Journey Podcast, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, Invasion of the Remake, In Session Film, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, who will be on our Halloween episode, mm-hmm. uh, Geek to Me Radio, Ronnie Castle, and Matt Naglia. So thank you so much uh, for sharing an episode. And of course, finally, don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash Real spoilers where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of uh, content right now, basically Halloween it's content. It's all it is. <laughs> and, uh, and it's a you, plethora of Halloween stuff. And you help us out, and that's greatly appreciated. So uh, there's all that. Let's uh, let's dig in to snooze. Oh, Lord. I, so I, I like that, that's how I, I went into it thinking that <laughs> like, was what was This is a beautiful happen. movie. Yeah, absolutely. 
and it like as a screensaver, like five stars. <laughs> but as a story, and I don't I like. And so for me, this is two in a row from this guy where I'm just like, well, oh, it looks great. What was the other one? Blade twenty forty nine. Oh, I think Blade that which I think is better. Or Blade than Runner twenty forty nine is better than the first one. Yeah, probably. Is Wesley like, Snipes in Blade twenty forty nine? Yeah, Did they get him back for that <laughs> yeah. one. Okay. It's a prequel he, to Blade twenty ninety nine. He wants to come back. Yeah, but uh, but. I still just wasn't like super invested in it. And you didn't fall asleep during the screening, to your credit. No, this, this guy next to me kept. <laughs> True, they had to pee like three times. But uh, yeah, I just like, wow. and I tried to read the book when I was younger, and it was just like, uh, like it. This kind of does nothing for me. I think nothing. So the original version uh, does nothing. Yeah. Right. Like I see. The I cover, never I'm saw like, the. Do other you mean movie. the David Lynch one? Yes, the David Lynch one. I yes. never saw it. No, I I will never see it. Which is interesting because he basically disowns that movie. But Does the, he really? But it has a huge resurgence of people that love it and say how incredible it is. But I'm pretty sure David Lynch hates that movie. Interesting. So interesting. Yeah, there's a. I'm gonna put in air quotes. Director's cut that he doesn't have his name on. Yeah, so he tried so to so get his name so taken. So it's really an anti-director. Yeah, cut, you know what I mean. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's the Alan Smithy cut. Yeah, of, of Dune. He literally hated it so much he tried to get his name off it. So it's funny when people are just like, "Yeah, well, the first one's really great," and it's like it's been really I, bad for a long time. I yeah. do. I, I think that this one is going to go the way of the first Blade Runner, and everything that like sci-fi related from here on out is going to emulate this. And maybe that's not a good thing. <laughs> like I, I agree. I think it's. A I don't beautiful know. Like I don't know that it's so. Un- like Blade Runner looked like nothing that came before it. That's I, true. I don't know that this quite is at that level. You don't think so? It's a good looking movie, yeah. but I don't know that it's Blade Runner good looking. Well, here's the other thing too: is that this movie, while it's very familiar because everyone else stole from it. I mean, you mean from Dune. Frank Herbert, from story. Yeah. right? His original, his 1965 novel, George Lucas took a lot of things yeah. from that for Star Wars. So now, and I see a lot of people online, ironically, who know that because you know this will happen. People will say like, oh, they totally ripped off Star Wars, you know, if they just oh, don't so they didn't know. John, remember when John Carter came out? Right, like, and John oh, they, Carter inspired all right. those, exactly. <laughs> they stole so, that from Star Wars. It's like, well. Right, so I think this one maybe feels more familiar and you're like, yeah, that, that, but it's another case where it's like, yeah, those other guys, Dune is so. I mean, he is basically Luke Skywalker. We could see that. Well, yeah. well, the, sort the, the, the force. The yeah, voice, yeah, the yeah. force. Yes. Force can, I mean, it, the, the stuff George Lucas. The sand stupid, worms. St- exactly. Yeah. 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 Like midi chlorians. I know. So there is a lot of stuff <laughs> that Star Wars copied. So We don't mention those. Things. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess those are gone now. We don't talk yeah. about those. But I, I don't know. I mean, so I, I read the book a long time ago, and I can't honestly even remember if I finished it. But I mean, years and years ago, I read it. I saw the David Lynch movie, which does have, I mean, it's very dated. It's like the, Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. yeah. The sci-fi is very, the special effects are very dated and it does have some good things in it and the story is so great of course but yeah i i don't think it's a great movie by any means but yeah i mean was I, it in theaters or was that like a yeah. made for tv no, yeah, no, no that, that was, was theaters, that was theaters. Oh, okay. oh it was okay. there was a made for tv miniseries done uh, for sci-fi right? sci-fi yeah. channel in 2000 with william Ooh. hurt yeah, and okay. all the money went to him, and they had no money <laughs> left over for effects or costumes. Yeah, he's well. They must not had okay. they must not had too much money in the first place. If like, if all your money went to William Hurt, that's like you mean General Thunderbolt Ross. It's like all your money went to. I'm making this great comedy, but all the money went to Yahoo Serious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it's funny. I mean, we got Carrot Top. That's what yeah. we got. William Hurt is top build. It's like William Hurt Dune, but it's like he's not. Paul, right? He's, no, he's he's Duke Leto, which means you're, yeah, you're, he's gone Th- that's, sooner and later. Yeah. Spoilers, no. Yeah. But that's the thing. So it's hilarious that it's like, oh, you're gonna have the guy headlining that's not hardly that's in the movie hilarious. and is not the main character. Okay, but yeah, so, so they did with uh, Marlon Brando and yeah, Superman. Yes, yeah. Uh, there was, a, I think it was, dang it, I, you said Marlon Brando, and I had one, and I just, oh, it was like. It was a Steven Seagal, Kurt Russell movie oh. where Steven Seagal was top billed and he dies in the first five How minutes. How about this? Drew Barrymore. She's on the poster. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. That, they, was they, that was a deliberate fake. Yeah. yeah. That, that was like, that was. A they del- knew. That was, yeah. that was the Janet but Lee But I mean, fake. what's the difference? They put William well, Hurt on there to I guess go the difference is it's designed to en- enhance your experience, not to steal your money. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> gotcha. I it's similar though. The one thing I will say. Well, hold on. I didn't even tell you. Oh, what yeah. I yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> well, I just want to say that Batista, okay. I just say that Batista has figured this out. 
That's my. That's what. That's one of my takeaways. He's in from this every. Movie. But he's not the lead, right? right. Like he has like a part yeah. in a massive movie, and you're just like, well, good for you. All right? the time. You know, he's got Guardians. He's, in he's Bond. Bond. He's got this. Fast he's and got... Furious, right? Isn't he one of those bad guys? No. He's not in a Fast and Furious no. movie. You would think, but they just got the other. I guy, think he may be the, set, the yeah, less I... actor from <laughs> from the wrestler turned actor. But he's uh, but, but he's, he's figured a, out like this yeah. supporting presence on screen, and he does have a presence on screen, and he's in this for. I don't know a cup of coffee. I saw him in this, and I was like, "Oh, this this guy's figured it out." Blade Runner twenty forty nine, smallest right. glasses ever made. This movie, you didn't know this. He's actually wearing <laughs> yeah. glasses. They're just smaller than the Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like, can we get these glasses? How just advanced fit, the technology fit is. onto your eyeballs? I think those, <laughs> those are called contacts. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, right. <laughs> no, these he those. wears them externally with a little thing. <laughs> but I loved this movie. Seriously, I I thought this was incredible. Uh, the whole time during the screening that Tom and I were both at, were you the one nudging him? Yeah, oh. did, that yes, that was the. <laughs> uh, so I just it's two hours and a half or two forty something like that. Two thirty five. Two thirty five. Not okay. that I was counting. What's the difference? <laughs> uh, I think it flies by. It to me it it flew by. I watched it at home again on HBO Max, and before I looked at the clock, it was an hour and a half again. I whatever it is, this world that they've created. I mean, it's it's it just sucks you in. Like I felt like I was on Arrakis. Like it it just really takes your attention or at least to me it holds my attention and i get sucked into that world and before i know it an hour is gone another hour is gone. there are moments in this that i thought were just like let's go like let's pick up the pace a little bit i felt like it's like got this dreamy quality that makes it feel like nothing's actually occurring that, I can, like like, I can see like that. it's not real you sure. Know what I mean, sure. And, uh, and well, it's so, not real, Tom. This doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> you want to get literal, but, but uh, no. Denny Villeneuve <laughs> went to Arrakis <laughs> to film this. He found the. But it Arrakis. feels like it to me. That's the thing that makes this it, movie it such looks, great. It does look great yeah. when you're there and you see it. And he sets up. He does these establishing shots, right? Which of course have a lot of CG, but it doesn't look like it. it, there, it feels I, that was one of the things physical. I did notice is like when he's when he's going over the uh, like the mining town. Yeah. None of that felt. Uh, we when know that got, it's you're CG, up in the sky but, and there's. But it did water. feel you could see the textures. And you could feel, yeah. Right? So I thought that so was really who, so who was the DP on this? Because it, it, um, it's not Roger Deakins. No, 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 no. It's the guy that did Rogue One in the Batman. Ah, so Greg. Never, I'm just I'm blanking on his I'm name with you. now. Okay. Um, but he's incredible yeah. because when when Oscar Isaac and Timothy Chalamet are doing their walk and talking the beach, the color scheme looks a lot like Rogue One when Ben Mendelsohn's like walking that. along. And, yeah. Um, Anyway, so I, I thought the movie looked incredible, like you guys all said, but the story, the characters, I, I thought the performances were top notch. This movie did it like it. I've been saying that it would be criminal if they didn't make a part two after making a movie this good. I, I think this is the thing. And I don't know if that's really a spoiler because it says part one at the credits. But yeah. this is a very good half movie. It's yeah. a half movie. <laughs> that's my biggest complaint. Is yeah, like, I mean, it, did they just, say that they weren't they doing ends. You know, it's not greenlit. It's not greenlit. Are you yet. serious? Yeah. Nope. They should have shot them back to back. But oh, I oh dang, I'm, yeah, I nothing's guess, even shot for it. A movie that leads like yeah. I don't, how how do you spend that much money? And then if they do greenlight it, which I'm pretty positive they will, they got to redo everything instead of like just picking That's up. Silly. Well, there may have been two factors. I'm guessing did was COVID in play when they were filming this, or was I don't or was think that the, so. okay. The other thing I can think of was his Blade Runner sequel didn't do as well as studio yeah. probably hoped. So maybe a Blade Runner is a movie, not a half. You know, like that's the thing. Right, I but I'm be- just saying. Well, maybe they were like, well, if this does better than Blade Runner, then we'll okay the second half. Yeah. But that seems kind of short sighted anyway, because now you're just giving everybody half a product. Well, I think a lot of people think this is marketing. If you want part two, show up to the theater, uh, ticket sales, stream it on HBO Max. Like a lot of people think to, because that's this, a gamble. Well, but I mean, the movie, I think is so good and is critically so well they received. probably also don't want people to sit there and go well i'll wait for the second that's one and ex- watch them both that's that what i'm sense. saying like they oh need well yeah that's a good point they in need the same people way, to like, see like, part one because like people do that with tv shows now and it, it can it i'll can just screw wait. up the the yeah that's, the, that's yeah. figuring out if it's I worth it because yeah i'll be like end, yeah uh, like there's one there's a true crime one that's on hulu and i was like oh i remember this story on dateline but like we need to find out more about it and i was like oh nine episodes and the, the fir- only the first one's out okay right. i did I'll that see, i'll be back in 8 weeks i did that with the sinner yeah. and i was like uh i'm not watching this week to week how yeah. many episodes i got oh a full season done which cool. which sucks because it's like well then it probably doesn't get picked up cuz 
Yeah, Everyone so like, did that, if I don't watch the show and it doesn't get picked up, like, then, then this guy's not going to kill another person. <laughs> yeah. and I won't get a second season. Like, didn't they do that with you, though? Like, that's not, not that's, with so, me. That's, well, not you personally. So you began as a lifetime show where nobody gave it. And then Netflix picked and it then, up. And then Netflix was How like. How many seasons did it go, though? Well, they just well, put out three. its third. But is the, is our season two and three Netflix? Yes. Correct. Okay. Okay. So okay. Netflix basi- basically just bought the rights to stream it and then the show that nobody cared about on lifetime was i think it was lifetime was a huge hit for netflix lifetime had already canceled it okay and then they were like well we'll continue it which is why like they cuss in seasons two and three and they don't cuss in season <laughs> That's one pretty good um but uh and he keeps getting phone calls from a princess of like colobia <laughs> and then it, it's like there's this whole thing can we please get like the princess the Christmas Prince or whatever crossover with you. They probably wanted to. <laughs> but that's that shows you how important marketing is because yeah. you've got the same show and where you land mm-hmm. and uh, and how they market it is a huge difference. So, I mean, Cobra Kai. Right. Cobra, yeah, Cobra Kai was show. on YouTube and nobody cared. I yeah. bought Cobra Kai on Vudu for the first two seasons for $5. Now they're coming up to Because four? I was like, oh, I've heard this is good. And I'll, I'll I'll throw five bucks at that and watch it because I'm like I'm never gonna give YouTube ten dollars <laughs> right month to right watch right yeah. no one wants YouTube and then it was live. like oh this is really good yeah. you know I, the, I only watched the third season and I was surprised I didn't realize it was kind of more of a comedy sort of it's got it's S- kind of I mean it's weird Cobra Kai is really weird in that like I really enjoy it and I also recognize that it's not very good sure oh yeah and I don't understand why it still works as well as it does did you like the Karate Kid though. Yeah, for, I mean, at the time, like they were fine. Like, right. but if they bring if they bring in Hillary Swank to that show, I keep waiting, man. It's Especially when they, happen, when Netflix right? canceled her astronaut show, I was like, "This is just long she's game, coming. man." She's They're putting in. her on Cobra Kai. Well, they they brought back pretty much everybody else. I mean, she's alive, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's about all that's left. She's yeah. the last one, I guess. They, was is what's her name on there? I need more to go on. The, yeah. the girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Elizabeth yeah. Shue. Well, she was in she was yeah. in one episode. All right, close enough. Yeah, I think she was in a little bit. Was she's it? in a couple. She had a oh, small maybe. story arc, okay. but yeah. But she was been she's been back. Hmm. So Matt, you are someone that has read the book, remembers oh, yes. the book, all and loves them. the book. All I, I love oh, the book. God. Yes, absolutely. So, how so, are you not still somewhere reading them? <laughs> so long. So what's your take on this? You film? know, I, it was very good. It, you know, like I said, it's the only thing frustrating to me is that here we go and it stops. You know what I mean? So but I think it's, they it's, did it as organically as they possibly could being half and, the well, movie. And, like, and I had to think about it. I had to think about where where I would have stopped it if you had to break it. There's really not a good spot. Right. It's, so, it's about about the point where he did is about as good as you're going to get. you could do. Right? I think with the part where I was kind of bamboozled was I actually watched the trailers for this, and yeah. they show clips that come from scenes further on, but it turns out in the movie those were part of his future Dreams. premonition. Ah, so yeah. I thought the movie was going to go further into the story than it does did. The, does the break fall at a, like a halfway point in the book? Well, they should have continued it just a little bit more because once he joins on with them, then there's kind of like a two-year time period of them kind of doing guerrilla warfare. So then that could have done a good, okay, it's been two years of this, now let's jump to this. Okay, but okay. So they, I don't know. They ended it just a little soon, but I mean, how much longer were they going to go? Really, that's yeah. It's got to be a hard decision to make. But you know, I think you still get a lot of movie, even though I know that it maybe isn't as action packed. Like part two, Villeneuve even says like part two is going to be insanely action packed, right? So like a lot of that stuff. I'm mean, from reading the book. Is there a lot more? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but a lot of it still. And again, the books aren't action, action, action. It's right. a lot of intrigue and. You know, backstabbing right. and political political yeah, Right, exactly. Ooh, yeah, it's, good it's, work. But as yeah. far as compared to the first half, though, there was going to be more battles. Right. More yes. Yeah. That and, and there's still plenty of characters in the book they haven't yeah. brought in yet. You know, it, it's. I think they haven't even cast them yet. So that's John kind Cena. Of interesting. And yeah. The there we go. No, the no, yeah. no, please, no. So, uh, well, I guess let's get into the plot for people that have never seen a Dune movie or read a Dune book. So this is it's. There's. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try my best. There, well, that's what we got mad here. Yeah, for. I know. Please there, there is, there's, a, there's a royal family that consists of Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, and Timothy Chalamet. That's his yeah. name. Who's Who's you can the call kid? Him Tim Chat, if you want. Who is the other? Who's the kid that was in Room? Jacob who's, Tremblay. Thank you. I can like those two names. I flip oh. them all the time, but it's Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. And Jacob have, have those two actors been in the same room at the I same time? I don't think so. Oh. The same person, no? See, that's a good point. It's a good point. 
Uh, they should and, get uh, Tremblay to play one of the Oompa Loompas in, in Timmy's... Uh, just one. Just to, to what? do what they did with the, the Tim Burton well, one. Just, yeah, just yeah. keep copying. Well, that's right. But yeah, I mean, he should play the Oompa Loompas. It'd be great. <laughs> Are they Deep remaking Roy? D- right? Are they remaking that for real? Yeah. Yes. They're doing like a prequel. Well, no, no, no. They're creating it's a prequel. A, it's a prequel. They're already filming it. It's, oh, it's, Jesus. It's, it's a bad idea. Who's but. directing it? Oh, I Okay, I so it's nobody important. Well, I can't say that, but I don't know. It's someone that probably does musicals, I would guess. Oh, is you it should look up the, the picture they released of uh, Chalamet. How do you pronounce yeah. his last Chalamet. name? Chalamet. Of him in the costume, it looks just like Grover's costume. Gonzo. Gonzo. Or Gonzo's. <laughs> I'm sorry, not Grover. Gonzo's costume from uh, from uh, Muppet uh, Christmas Carol. Okay. Here's the it's thing almost identical. Here's the thing that's hilarious about that before we get back <laughs> in, into Ed Dune, actually. It's like, you know, on The Simpsons, how they all wear the same clothes, family guy, you know, cartoon sure, characters right. are the same things. So it's like, yeah, Willy Wonka is an adult played by Gene Wilder, wears that coat and a top hat and all this. And then you see young Willy Wonka, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. It's a different color, but it's like, yeah, that's his thing. He's always just worn this coat, this top like, give hat. Give me the origin like, of the coat and top he hat. Has an, he has a uniform. Like, he's her, a person like Indiana he, Jones. Yeah. Like, it's it. been 40 years, and he's still wearing this, like, <laughs> stupid fedora. But it's yeah. hilarious. I, I mean, at least Although, you if s- you look at pictures of, like, your grandparents, they kind of do. Yeah. There are definitely articles of clothing. That yeah. But, but it's consistent. like, that is such a specific outfit with the top hat and this coat yeah. that's a different, like, slightly different red color, but it's cut the same way. It's like... Yeah, he just found this exact. He just likes that cut. He's like, uh, he's like uh, Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Yeah, there we go. he's just gonna he's just got black, a whole closet full of just black turtlenecks <laughs> the whole good. time. And if it were a black outfit, yes, but <laughs> yeah, no, right, it's like right. burgundy and a brown top. Hat. Well, if you owned a candy factory, black is your purple. Oh, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So uh, and it's directed by Paul King. There you go, Paddington. Paddington. One oh and two. wow. Okay. okay. So people are people are mad at him because he isn't doing Paddington 3 because he's doing, doing this Wonka prequel yeah. Wonka land and one and two people say are some of the best movies of all time well it's I think I wouldn't go that far they are definitely bad. good movies you, I mean, you can say it but I would say they literally movies. they say that yeah they're like 100% Rotten Tomatoes one guy gave a negative view yeah, someone has 99.9% yeah, right, right, right. was it you yeah, I'm just uh, like <laughs> you're the new. I've uh, never seen Marmalade. I've yeah. never seen the Paddington movies. What makes them so? Beloved? I think. I mean, I've watched the first one with the kid, and there's def there. It's a very well done movie, right? I think there's, they're just so wholesome. People I think wholesome how, is probably the best way to describe like, it. Like in a good way. Like they're just feel good. Like I think the Greatest Showman is one of those where it's like. You just can't help but to smile and feel good during the Greatest Showman. I mean, yeah. if you like musicals, that's yeah. a feel good. Don't point at me. Point at Tom. If you like musicals, was the point. Well, that, but see, it's an if for you. <laughs> yeah, I like musicals. I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that people just love that. I mean, Brad Hyatt's probably going to write a whole manifesto <laughs> because he, he does lo- love those. Movies. He does. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, makes yeah. it known so like he can explain it better to you. But they, they also kind of look like if Wes Anderson made kid movies. Well, he did. Yeah, I mean, fantastic. Well, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> that's <laughs> also a good point, though. He does have that like aesthetic. Yeah, that kind of toy box. Yeah, you know, everything's kind of. Yeah. Just in its right place. Yeah. Um, well, yeah let's cut so, this right here. This is part one of Real Spoilers <laughs> Dune. Stay tuned in a this year for a, part this two. This is an Avengers episode. <laughs> uh, so there is a House of Trades. How that's that's this main family, and they have been gifted this other colony. I guess is that what I'm or they're planet, planet, right? They're, it's they're a, it's to, a mining planet. Yes. Mining planet. For it's a, that sci-fi thing where planets don't have any uh, different, <laughs> like, yeah. like different topology right? right like it's, it's all, all this like it's, all it's desert. like oh you're a desert planet you're a water planet yeah. right you're that's a, very star wars yeah. right and like, it's like it's there's only and there's planet. only one ethnicity <laughs> per planet there's only there's only one culture <laughs> per planet right right it, yeah. is very, it is very and again uh, it's very dune what do you mean oh, oh the star wars thing yeah Tatooine Tatooine is arrakis that's yeah, the, yeah right um so if, if i'm right here so the emperor the in, is it the intergalactic emperor? Yeah, he, sounds right. That's that, I know. That. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this came first. So he has gifted this house, this very powerful house. Right. I don't. Spoilers. Second second movie. Uh, yeah. Paul's dad's a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and then you didn't think you liked a trade federation talk. Oh and, yeah, and just wait. Politics. <laughs> that's fine. Where, where do you meet? Where do you meet Dardar Jinx? <laughs> <laughs> you are in for a and treat. Barth Bader. Yes. That's, so it's a hoot. So the emperor is like, yeah, Arrakis has some important stuff going on there. Uh, this spice thing is how we do intergalactic travel, and it's the most important. 
substance in the entire universe. And right. it will also get you whacked out well, of your mouth. Correct. Actually, that's exactly what it does. Yes. Yeah. That's, the, that's the point. Because, yeah. Uh, sorry to get nerd no, police no, no, here. No, do it. What we brought in, in, in for. In the, the world of, of these books, there's not any height. I don't know if you noticed in the, in the movie, there's not like supercomputers or anything. They have to use... You know, more mental capacity for these kind of things, and those so mentats are the that, people. That's what, that, yeah, they're human computers, yeah. basically. So, and, that, and that's what Timothy Chalamet. So, is. are they literally He's, computers, or are no, they just no, like they no, have autism? The, it's more like that. Okay. Well, it's it's more through training and then stuff like that. And because supernaturally, it's, it, this thing takes place like like your ten thousand. Ten thousand. Yeah. So it's like humanity's moved on from. They had AI doing everything, and then there was kind of like a Skynet type thing. So then. Now we've got to move away from that. So James now, oh, they copied James Cameron yeah, right, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's why you don't see a lot of these, um, like yeah, high right. technology stuff. In yeah, this. gotcha. So, so uh, but so so, and that's so, why that spice is so important. Yeah, and so they're like, oh, we're going to send this really powerful guy that we're a little bit worried about to this most important planet that everyone's going to want to come kill him and take the stuff from. Right, it'll be fine. It'll be all just fine. And that's what we basically come to find out is the emperor's like, yeah, these Atreides are getting a little too powerful. We'll let them go and chill the, on. Is that Stellan? Skarsgård? No, he's the Harkonnens. Okay. And they're the ones that have been in charge of the spice. So the Emperor is basically like, yeah, we're giving your whole thing. Do we see been the doing. Emperor at all? So he took it from Exxon no. and he no, gave it to okay. Shell. Yeah, yeah, right. Quick trip. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's it's basically they're setting them up as we find out spoilers very early on in this movie. Yes. Is, yes. Is they want they want them to fail and the Harkonnens are in on it. Yes. So you've got the I will say I did. I like the scene uh with oscar isaac and javier bardem mm-hmm. like i thought that was a, <laughs> where javier bardem is in charge of is the the leader of this other like the freemans the freemans, the freemans. Oh, the freemans. Fre- i mean yeah subtle yeah right <laughs> <laughs> and i do like where he spits on the on the floor and everybody's like hey 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 and uh yeah. jason momoa it's the best spitting scene since uh <laughs> yeah let's see where this is gonna no. go <laughs> <laughs> since broke Continu- back mountain <laughs> That's pretty good. Um but yeah, so they Oscar Isaac, there's no there's no point in the, in this where you think Oscar Isaac is nefarious. No. Right? He like is he is a fair and just ruler. Like yes. he, this is a good dude. We're so good. You this conversation between him and Paul, I love this. I love the right is it just like this in the book where he basically is like, you know, I didn't want this either, you know, or like, you know, I inherited this from my father and he says even if you end up not wanting this he's like you're still my son you're still the most important thing to me which is amazing because in these movies all you ever get is you're going to take over the family business you're going to be the next yeah. ruler and and it's you need to well, suck it up it's actually kind of nice because he's really the only person in paul's life in paul's life not pushing him one way or the yeah. other you know because yeah, he's true. you know his his mother's in with i'm sure you're going to get to this part the sure benny Gesserit, which is a kind of religious sect and they've through generations of you know, um, eugenics or whatever breeding. They're trying to get to a what they call the Quizats Hatterack, which is like they're going to be their give top a dog, level. Give a dog a bone. Br- yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in in is a he kind of like he, the Messiah, though. Yeah, it's kind like of. The, yeah, yeah. He, well, it's kind of weird. This is a weird story where he's kind of two messiahs because he's that one, but he's also the, the, the he's also the Messiah for the Fremen, the Fremen too, which right. is a completely separate. Which thing. is called so like what of, the Quizai? No, Quizat Haderach is the one for the Bene Gesserit. Oh yeah, what's the, what's theirs called? The, they don't they don't have a name. for Oh, it. they don't. Okay, no. but so yeah, so so he so Paul is this kid who's just like I don't even know if I want to you know, rule Caladan that they're on in the beginning, like their family's other world or whatever. And then now he's got this other huge thing going on in Iraq. world problems. Turns out he's the queef tesseract. <laughs> 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 and uh, so, you know, he's like, I don't even know if I want this, but the cool thing is his dad, Oscar Isaac, uh, who plays great Duke Leto, great responsibility. Is, no, he's just like, it's cool. You'll figure it out. It's you ru- do you boo. <laughs> yeah. I love that scene though. I think we don't get enough of that. And I would, I would agree it, with it that. Was, I, it was very good. Yeah. I think uh, if this if they had cast lesser people, this is going to fail. But because you have like top tier yeah. actors doing these parts, like it does work. I would agree with like, that. It here's does work. the cast of this movie. If you yeah. haven't seen the poster with eighty people, I mean they <laughs> they got the cast, but it's not just stunt casting. I think everyone is a game in this. Like their performances are great. Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Stephen McKinley Henderson, Josh Brolin, 
uh, Javier Who? Bardem, Who? Sharon Duncan Brewster, Chen Chang, Dave Batista, David Dalmatian, Zendaya, Charlotte Rampling. Like the list goes on. George and on Kennedy, and on. Fred Astaire. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, sorry. That's the cast airport. of thousands. That's <laughs> airport. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's a, it's a really good cast. And so in the beginning, you've seen this in the trailers. If you watched them, because they put this in a ton of the marketing was Charlotte Rampling is, uh, what do they call her? Like a mother superior? Or basically. What? She's yeah, like basically. the head of that. Yeah. Oh, basically. The Benny Gesserit. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. She's, she's the queen queef. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, she does this. T- Charlotte Rampling is incredible in this. I think she's so intimidating. Which I think is even hard to do. She's given a, a difficult task because she has to do that with the veil on. Yeah. So which I think is even harder. She's like a she witch. Can't, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it really she she. But it's like this mysterious evil in the way that uh, they light this movie. You know, it's right. very uh, you know the atmosphere is very tense and and and, and daunting when he's doing this test. And uh, I think that she's phenomenal in it. And uh, you don't quite know test where... that I'm not really sure what the hell it did. Well, yeah. it, it's supposed to test his resolve. Oh, when he put his hand in the box? Yeah, put his uh, hand in the pain box, and then she's got the... The, They call it the Gamjabar. It's that little poison needle up to his neck. So what is... They show him he he pictures his his hand going on fire in the sun of Arrakis. Like, he's feeling the pain of his hand. Son of Arrakis. Yeah, it's basically, you flinch, and then I'll kill you. Is that what... Okay, So she's basically giving him that pain and so if he reacts like a dog trying to gnaw its or bear in a trap sure, or whatever sure. and like tries to get out then he is not fit to wield i guess the power he's been given but he fights it off yeah well i mean i think the reason why she's putting him through this is he's not even supposed to be there right. she not had ordered to be here today. she had ordered the mom to have girls only and then oh. she defied that and had a boy yeah. The Benny Gesserit have 100% control over every part of their body. Okay. How everything works. So, it's, I mean. That is legitimately my body, my choice. But I, <laughs> I, I mean. But she chose to be in this religion. I guess biology works different. Because, like. I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I guess they don't explain how you, yeah. de- how you determine. Well, she could probably control, like, if. If she has a hundred percent control and knows yeah. she's going to she have a male, she would just rejecting yeah. that sperm. Yeah, that's, exactly, yeah. that's, yeah. not today. So, yeah. Not so yeah, for they you. order her because he, because the Benny Gesserit want to orchestrate this super powerful marriage between the houses, and they wanted Je- Lady Jessica Rebecca Ferguson's daughter. Why do they have- to marry? Stellan Sarsgaard's son, oh, or nephew, nephew. Or whatever. yeah, the one they haven't introduced. Sting. Yet. Oh, I was like, Sting? Yeah, Sting from the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Sting. Oh, so they want them to marry and have this super crazy, powerful whatever. So she threw the whole thing off when Paul, when she skipped over it, and Paul still became the being that she okay. was supposed to have. Okay. And so it, it throws off their plans. But she's like, ah, we'll see. And uh, uh, but then he, but then he wins, right? Like he it, defeats well, that's, the. That's this, one thing I like about the the story is. They set all this in motion, but then he becomes that person by the end, then tells them, hey, you know what? I'm doing it my way. You know what I mean? <laughs> so thanks for nothing. Yeah, yeah you know? I, I got you covered. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to do what you say. I'm doing it this my way. way. And I think that moment's Kids. fantastic. You, <laughs> Kids. It's so such a tense moment where, I mean, obviously Paul's going to get out of it. There's a movie to go. But you see it, and it's supposed to be this incredibly hard test. He's in pain. And then he just stops and stares at her. And Hans Zimmer's score is incredible. It is pretty great. This yep. is the best thing he's ever done. It's such. Oh, a, you it's, think so? Well, that's such, a bold statement. I, I think this is incredible. You didn't like his Justice League score? So I'm totally teasing. Oh, yeah. Junkie XL's the uh, uh, original the one, right? Uh, uh, oh. He did the, the Snyder Cut. Right, isn't he Junkie did? XL? Which one? Oh, it was Danny Elfman. That was Danny Elfman came in because they were like, ah, yeah. we'll put my Batman score yeah, So he's in, in neither of them. So no, I did not like his. No, he just... did Superman. He did Man of Steel. Yeah, that's a different movie. So anyway, uh, this is incredible, though. I thought it's such a departure. It's not his Christopher Nolan horns. You know, it's not. And he's I know he's done other stuff. He did Lion King, for God's sake. But he got <laughs> stuck in this where you were like, oh, that's a Hans Zimmer score, right? Like yeah. Christopher Nolan, Hans Zimmer. They do. And, you know. <laughs> um, but this is seriously such a great like the House of Treaties song with the bagpipes. Mm-hmm. Like like he made bagpipes hit real hard. And it, it was really good. It's cool. So it was really good. Uh, he used but, to be in corn. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, uh, <laughs> make a bagpipe school again. Yeah. So, uh, no, they, no, they didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's so many moments, and and the uh, score really punches punches up these scenes. And he just looks at Charlotte Rampling like, nope. Like, it's it, it's I'm good. A, I was actually thinking about uh, Denny Villanovu. Don't don't call him. Uh, there's this YouTube movie reviewer that calls him uh, Denny Villanueve. <laughs> 
That's how he talks. It's, I mean, he, yeah. Villanueve. That's what right. he called it. But if you look at it, it's interesting to go back and look at his filmography. Yeah. And, like, he has he has ramped it up uh, as far as, like, using effects, right? So, like, I think, did he do Enemy? Yeah. Yeah. And Prisoners? Yeah. Uh, Sicario? Yeah. And Arrival? So, Arrival's the one where it starts. Dude doesn't miss. Uh, he. It's really hard for him he to miss. He does not. He hasn't. I, uh... I would, I would agree with that. No, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think en- en- enemy, en- enemy is kind of the the, the outlier because I think it's like one of his first. Well, yeah, it's like more of an art house movie, yeah. but it's incredible. It's really but, good. Yeah. But like Arrival's the one where he starts to get into the special effects. Yeah. And starts, and then obviously Blade Runner uh, was what it was, yeah. and now this. So, uh, it, but it's, for sci-fi, like this dude with Arrival of Blade Runner, and now yeah. Dune. It's, yeah, and it's like it's you could see a lot of Ridley Scott in those three movies. So I'm just interested to see where he's going to like, what else can we do? Like, can you raise the bar? Is this your bar? Like, is this where we're staying? Which is fine. Like if this is where we're staying, I think that's great. Um, but after seeing this, I was like, damn, like that's, but this, to me, this is top tier sci-fi. Like when I go to watch sci-fi with with the ships and the planets and the, you know, the, the cool dragonfly looking helicopter things. And I mean, everything about this makes me feel like, you know, just like watching star Wars, right? You escape to another world, you forget everything on earth and you're watching all this stuff that they, that Frank Herbert could only dream of in 1965. You know, like this came from his imagination off the pages and, uh, Denny Villeneuve made you feel like it's real. I do wonder what the, um, who was the guy that was going to do this before? Oh, Jodorowsky. Yes. I would love to see that. That There's a documentary called Jodorowsky's Dune about his crazy vision. And you know, that dude yeah. is oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's out there, but he's awesome. Um, Cause he did it with Morbius, right? Like Mo- did, Mobius? Mo- Mobius did the he storyboards. Did, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. I, actually, it's a really, really, really good documentary. I mean, yeah, the, the, I mean, but you, you have to take everything he says with a grain of salt because there's no way that movie would have ever gotten made. I mean, there's just <laughs> well, no way. The I mean, yeah, it, it would have cost a gazillion dollars. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's one thing to say, I'm going to have this person, that person. Yeah. I'm going to have Pink Floyd do the score. I'm going to have Rolling Stones do this. I'm, you know, but you know visuals, it, it, there's just no way. It would, right. it, it would, he didn't have the, <laughs> the authority to, to, to hire all to those have people. 500 million yeah, yeah. But it's incredible, though. I mean, really, it, it, his vision is, is. But I mean, but this is, I mean, Matt, do you think as far as like representing Herbert's vision from the pages to the screen? Yeah, like, yeah, I think, yeah, and, yeah, I think I mean, so. I mean, I'm a, but with all everything with books, a lot of that's open to interpretation. Of course. You know, but with you at least being a huge fan, I think, you were like, yeah, 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 this yeah is, I think, you know, it's funny because. I think the costume designers took some things almost literally, you know, because in the in this in these stories, it's kind of a feudal society that yeah. people live in. You know what I mean? So you you got these great houses, and you know it's that kind of thing. So I don't know if you noticed like the what uh, the medals, the, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they kind of yeah. look it almost looks like suits of armor. And yeah, because they like say that. Yeah. yeah, and they say you know like they go uh, for their formal wear is like a like it looks like a naval you know, right. dress. You know, whatever. You I, I also like how some of the stuff looks kind of almost real world. I don't know if you noticed uh, when they first introduced Jason Momoa and he comes in and the flight suit he's wearing looks like something you'd see here. Yeah, yeah I true. mean there was nothing really quote unquote yeah. futuristic about it. Yeah, and and I and I I love uh, the relationships in this movie though. Like you really do feel like you know you've got this kid Paul who's grown up. You have all these people around him. You've got the uh, Josh Brolin as <laughs> as you're waiting for Joe, uh, and you've got Jason Momoa, and they care about this kid. And um, also, Jason Momoa should never shave his face. Yeah, that's the only that thing is, where you're just like he looks weird. And also, a, after this, I'm beard. like Oscar Isaac shouldn't either. That beard is a beard. <laughs> that, is, that is a pretty right. Epic, that like is that, a, is yeah, that is an epic. That is an epic beard. That is for sure. When they, like he after when he was doing press for his other stuff or whatever he had shaved. And is I'm it like no? It, did he shave it off or was it like shorter? No, he just, like shaved it oh, for okay, for the okay. was it scenes from a marriage. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, with Jessica oh, also oh. Moon Knight. He's he is yeah he is the new Moon Knight yeah that guy is is awesome i'm glad he's doing well because he's a great actor and if you look at the different roles he takes he's in so much stuff oh yeah he's all over the place yeah Yeah. he's doing all the stuff and it's great work okay so they get to arrakis and uh everything seems to be going all right for the most part but the Um, harkonnens kind of rigged it against them right like they broke their equipment they they, they have they have like their yes their equipment is is janky is the best way to describe it like their their mining ships are not working correctly they don't have as many like they yeah they they set them up yeah basically uh, we get a really good action beat here where there's a uh, one of the mining ships stops working. And then because uh, there are these giant sandworms 
if there's any sort of like weird uh movement on the sand these sandworms kind of attack and they do they look they are identical to the sarlax yeah. well now like when this. you see tremors too you're like this, this is true yeah straight right, tremors. right yes. the whole premise of tremors is sand jumping, from jumping on rocks like yes yeah. the vibrations kevin, kevin bacon has to jump kevin bacon and yeah. fred ward have to jump on a lot of rocks yeah. but i saw tremors, tremors first without knowing dune and i'm like this is this, this the is, same thing where it's yeah. from. and yeah. the sarlax i mean the sarlax pit looks just like this thing oh, yeah. like it's the same exact thing um so a really good action beat where Oscar Isaac is trying to get all of these people and uh, off the the transports and the ships and everything and get them t- to safety. And it and shows Paul, Paul but, has this moment of like a flash forward to a possible future. And what I mean by that is he has figured out that what he is seeing is one version of a future because he does it again, but he changes the the narrative. Which I'm guessing could be because he's taking different actions. Maybe it is constantly moving. Do you take it that way that what he's seeing is is uh, the visions are changing because things are actually changing? Or most, I think most of the visions they show him having this movie are things that actually do happen. With the with the there's a couple exceptions. But doesn't but. he say like at one point he's like. He's like, I thought it was my blood, but it wasn't like because. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that one was. Yeah, that one is a little confusing. OK. That wasn't, yeah. I just thought it, it looks like he's seeing possible futures. And then when when the moment comes, he's like, oh, this is going to happen. So I need to go this way. And well, like, here's way. the deal. So in the beginning, he says, I see you uh, to Jason Momoa. He said to Duncan Idaho is the character's name. He's like, I see you go. But is he seeing a vision from what? Just the name. The name. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can, I, can I do a, a slight aside real quick? Yeah. Sure. OK. When long time ago, 18 years ago, when my wife was pregnant with her first uh, child, we're coming up with names, and I, in all dead seriousness, <laughs> had on the list Duncan Idaho, <laughs> and she's like, "What, Duncan Idaho?" And I was like, "You know, from Dune." She goes, "No, no," <laughs> and Tom? I was I was dead serious, and she was like, "Nope." What were yours? What's that? What were the, the two? We the had two had pop- a girl. We were going to name it Addy, name her Addie Prey. There from you go, Paper Moon. Yeah. Oh, see. Well, even better was when you know we had the name we ended up with, and when he, after he was born, she called into the newspaper to do the birth announcement and the girl said oh i love his name it's so unique and she goes my daughter's name is alia named after the character in dune and i was just like what? <laughs> see you see i had something there he was like i married the wrong one. that's right I, I mean I, na- I named my youngest after a spider-man character so but when yeah, paul has yeah. a vision of duncan dying do you think it's the future one where he actually does i think it's a contact high from the spice <laughs> yeah that too yeah i think because it's i think it's a combination he die of things. right he's right. like oh my god he get they get to iraq is three weeks later Duncan is going to meet with the Fremen and try to form an alliance based on Leto's orders and then you know Duncan's back and he's like hey I'm here see I'm alive but was Paul actually picturing him dying in the future he, he did it, it actually the scene it showed in his vision was it the, exact, that was the okay. exact same hallway that he got killed in against the the, the elite okay. groups that he so Paul against. just yeah. doesn't know quite how to tell like right. time frames and such, but he was picturing right. He 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 had the, him he dying on racket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so spoiler alert. You know, yeah. Momo I mean, is at the. Well, yeah, it's a lot of people others. in this yeah. movie and a lot of them die. Yes. So. Well, yeah. I think all of them die. So a lot of one picture deal. <laughs> oh no no no! Take that back. Um, there's another spoiler alert. That character, Duncan Idaho, is the only one that's in all six books. He comes oh. back as a clone. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. So Momo is playing the long game here. If this turns into... <laughs> okay. Yeah, he'll be... He'll, he's, got, he's, he's, hoping, he's hoping for that six-picture deal. Yeah, if this turns deal. into... Uh, yeah. He said pair play. Jason clone Moa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, basically, the, the turn happens, right? Like, the, there's this doctor who I did see getting some press is that they didn't whitewash this doctor. Apparently he is like of Asian descent in the book. And Oh, the med, like the medical, the family yeah, physician. The, yes, oh, okay. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and he, it turns out that he's a traitor and he turns on the entire family. Oh, well, thank God they made sure that the, I know, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, not defending it, but they had his wife hostage. So that's why he did it. Well, he, he wasn't. Well, doing he was it. told that his wife was held hostage. Well, she was. Yeah. She was. Well, for a little bit. For a little yeah. bit, yeah. at least. Yeah, right. Well, uh, what we find there's out there's a lot of head cutting off this, in this yeah. movie too, this, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, this. Um, who was the the Harkonnen, the bad guy, Vladimir Harkonnen, played well, by Stellan Sarsgaard? Yeah, the Baron. Yeah. Baron Harkonnen. He which is, I got to tell you, the makeup is pretty great. Oh, he's oh, all, for a for yeah. a fat suit that looked pretty yeah. cool. He's yeah. incredible, but. This dude is a bad dude. He is the opposite of Duke Leto. Yes. Like, he he 
says he's going to do nice things or whatever, but they're like lying by he's omission. The, he's you know the, what I mean? He's, he's the epitome of a villain, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah. But he does not, he takes no prisoners. He kills everyone. He goes back on his word. He is a horrible, he's horrible. He's Hans Gruber. Yeah, he's, yeah. A hor- he's a horrible ruler. Like, he's just awful. And uh, But Stellan Sarsgaard, though, seriously. Really good. That portrayal. Yeah. It's pretty great. That's a great villain. He does, like, sometimes he puts on a voice and the voice works like for the for the size that this guy is because yeah. he's kind of like a i don't know a, like a he's gelatin- huge he's a yeah. gelatinous he's, blob he's job basically. Of the he is job of the i mean jesus christ he is job of the so I, 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 <laughs> but uh, but he i kept thinking uh vogon oh yeah yeah he's yeah Vog- from hitchhiker's guide, <laughs> hitchhiker's guide, of, the guide of the galaxy oh, oh, oh. yeah the, the ship that that originally is gonna that blows up the earth that they escape on and he's always reading vogon poetry and yeah <laughs> but uh he, I love the way that he moves too. I mean, he, he I'm, floats. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing from the book that's a yeah. That's right. He's, that. got, he's got a suit. That but, makes so float. he like he, he, the way it's lit. It's like is it Greg Fraser? Is that the DP? I think that's the cinematographer. Okay. But it's so darkly lit, and especially in these villainous portions. And they put Stellan Sarsgaard like right out of frame or blurry in the background, and it's so ominous with the the score and everything. And you see him floating in yeah. the background, and you see him glide over to this doctor. And slit his throat. Like, he slit his throat, he cut his head off. Okay. But, like, yeah. the way he moves is so sinister and creepy. Uh huh. He moves and like intimidating because he, he he's mo- huge. He moves like a snake. Yeah, and he floats yeah. over to you. It's yeah. it's really good. And he, that performance is phenomenal. It is really good. Yeah. He's really good. But uh, the doctor, I do like how, like, he tries to help, uh, you know, the Atreides the best he can. He's doing this because he wants to save his wife, uh, you know, and it sucks that, of course, it ends up there they die anyway yeah. but you know and he screws over this whole family but he gives uh duke leto the um uh, capsule to put in his teeth so he's like bite down on this and so you have one shot at this yeah and if you can get it if we, we can get everybody in this room in one fail yeah. swoop and he does i will also say the the guy that was polka dot man yeah david is, all, is also in this as well i yeah. was like yeah this guy's got to figure it out too like they've just figured out the i don't need to be the star i just need to be in this movie somehow he looks so much like the guy from barry like oh, he David Dalmatian like, playing. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, I don't know how they didn't get him to be one of the heart. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, he's just got that look. That's his natural look, right? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have the eyebrows, but he's pale. He's thin. Like you talking about the guy from Bear, from Barry? Yeah, the guy from Barry. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I just thought it was weird that it's like he's literally playing that guy <laughs> who's awesome. I can't. He's from Bill and Ted Three. Like I. Oh, he is a Bill and Ted. I can't 3, think of his that? name. Yeah. He's he, yeah, he's great. Um. So the turn happens, and it looks like that we lose everybody. We th- we think that we've, you know, uh, Josh Brolin kind of leads the charge, and he gets blown up. Um, well, we, actually, they, they don't show it. They don't show. I guess where, that's true. They yeah, don't show he, it, but he'll be in the next movie. They just they were a little vague on what happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so he uh, escapes. It was like, well, they killed everybody. Show me the body. You <laughs> yeah, that's know, right. You don't show see, me yeah. the body. So Timothy Chalamet and Rebecca Ferguson. Have to like go out into the desert, and they're just trying to survive out there. And this is another one of those like, d- d- like lying by omission type things where the the Baron says he promises um, Charlotte Rampling's character that yeah. she says Lady Jessica needs has our protection and therefore paul also does and he's like i would i will not kill them and then to his guys he's like i won't kill them but you're gonna send them into the desert and the desert kills everybody <laughs> yeah right right it's, i didn't know. kill them it's not my fault yeah, they technically didn't i didn't do there. anything yeah. yeah it's like i'm punching in the air and if you happen to run into this <laughs> yeah. That's it, yeah. Yeah. i'm not touching you yeah. so paul practices the voice in the beginning of the movie which oh, is the sure, sure, thing, sure. and he doesn't quite have it mastered your pitch ain't right son yeah and so the, when they're on this helicopter with the harkins trying to take them out a cool scene to to kill them and you know another real tense scene uh you know he uses the voice he doesn't do it right and then you see lady jessica do the voice and that is badass it the was way pretty she, cool kill him Cut his throat cut, or cut, cut your my, own throat. Cut or what, the ties. Like, do the, yeah. it's, it's really cool it the was way cool. she does that. Yeah. Um, so they are kind of dead to rights with the sandworm. And there's these, these this tech called a thumper, which they you can put into the sand and it will um, kind of get the sandworms to go the opposite way. Right. They will go towards the thumper. So they're saved. And we find out that it's the Freemans that saved them. Uh, and Javier Bardem is like. You know, they want to kill this kid immediately because they're like the dead weight. You're in our territory. We don't want you here. Uh, and Javier Bardem is like this kid. Like this kid's kind of cool. Like his dad was cool. So maybe this kid's cool. Uh, but we have no use for this woman. Right. She's and, too old to bear children, which she is pregnant. We find out. Correct. Uh, Timmy figures it out. And she's like, how would you know? I've only known a couple of weeks, but he 
this kid he, he Jedi mind trick. Yeah, him. he's pretty powerful. Yeah. He knows this stuff. <laughs> right. he, he says, I had a vision. You're pregnant. Blah blah blah. So, uh, you know, and then uh, this, but these people, the the Fremens are very. What would you call it? They're not. I'm not trying to say old Nomads? fashioned, but they're no, but they're just like you're you know you're a woman you're useless you can't bear children what's the point you know they're very well, like but, the, but their women are equal warriors to the men in their society too though but why does so. he say that about her why does he act like she's I, just a because she's not I don't know, he's just people, a jerk maybe? i guess he's just, oh he's okay so <laughs> never mind he's a jerk the people aren't so never mind she also didn't come up through that culture to that's be what i'm saying equal yeah. Right, yeah true so he says that like and he doesn't know like she is badass and proves it here yes yeah. yes but he i think that it comes down to if you want to join us you got to kill or fight our top fighter. Well, but what happens though is they're basically going to kill Lady Jessica, right? And they're like, you know, you're well, cool, I'll... Paul, if you just <laughs> chill. And and she actually gets Javier Bardem dead to rights. Yes. So and he's pretty much the. I leader. do like where he goes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we what under- was that? <laughs> underestimated <laughs> you. So then he's like, okay, these people have my protection. They're cool. And the other guy is like, yeah, no, right. I'm not cool with that. And you're not our leader because she bested you. So, she, so does that mean that she's the leader? Basically, all right. And but, then, but, but well, then he would challenge her or her champion, right? Yeah, they they kind of need them to teach. They have a, a fighting style called the weirding way. I'm oh. doing air quotes as if we can see this on the air. <laughs> yeah. um, I do it all the time. <laughs> I feel bad. So, and that that's also part of the 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 force thing you know, with the voice, yeah. Like that. So it's a, but it's also part of their fighting style. So they. That that's why the reason they bring them in, bring her in. They're like you and Paul can help teach okay. our. Oh, okay. Our but at first, though, yeah. the guy, the guy that has the problem with it, I'm trying to look up. It's a uh, Babs Oluskanmukan. That, that's the actor's name. Yeah, when in Universal, plays, ask for Babs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays he plays Jamis. We'll call him Jamis. Jamis, um, way he, better. He's like Jamis. We be Jamis. <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah no um i'm not taking these outsiders and they have no purpose whatever like i'm not cool with it at all um and i'm he's like i'm gonna challenge her or her champion i guess i don't know if he gives her that out because she's a woman like instead of challenging her but i guess maybe they're by their rule you can choose it i think so i think yeah it's like like combat yeah if you watch game of thrones exactly yeah yeah so he's he's like who's her champion and then paul's like i am so now he has to because she bested their leader, so she's the new leader, but you can challenge the leader right. whenever you want to be the guy, which is another thing you see all the time. Right. You can challenge the leader and take the spot. And so like Butch Cassidy the Sundance Kid. Just like huh? Butch Cassidy. Yeah, the there you go. Kid. Exactly. So uh so he so Paul's like, Yeah, well, I'm her champion and I'll fight him. So now these two have to fight to the death to be the leader. I do like that he like he he beats him. It's it's a good fight, it's a good, it's well choreographed. Yeah. Uh, and I he, thought Chalamet is really good with the fight choreography. I was impressed. Throughout I was, the film. I was impressed. Yeah. Like usually, he he kind of looks like uh, that may not be his go to. Yeah, it may not be the most comfortable in that. But yeah. I thought he did a really. But he's good in job. pretty good shape in this movie. Yeah, like, he's yeah. a tall, thin guy, but like he's pretty ripped in this movie. And then you see him doing the sword practice and the fights with Brolin. And but by the way, is Brolin just not as tall as I think he is? I don't think he is as tall he as you think looks he is. Really short next to. The problem is, is he was Thanos for so long, right? Yeah, that yeah. you just assume. But, like, even, oh, yeah, but even before then, he just seemed like I don't know. He's he was also, though. I mean, he's pretty wide. Yeah, so but I think he's. That all, maybe... I also think in like when you see him in comparison to the kids in the Goonies, oh, like he's well, significantly yeah, point, yeah. older. So so like he's way tall. But you're right in those yeah. in the Goonies for sure. Yeah, he's like at least he- he's heads and shoulders above yeah. those kids. But I don't think I, I mean I think he's like six foot. Well, he's five, they, ten. Five okay. ten. Okay. They made it. Yeah. They did make a joke about that in Deadpool two. Well, well, Cable's not as tall as I thought he was going to be. <laughs> but I just thought that was because Ryan Reynolds must be really tall. I think Ryan Reynolds is like six two, six three. Okay. Right. So and we should also mention so the doctor. Liet Kynes, Kynes, yeah, Kynes. Yeah. So she, she's kind of in the middle of both these worlds. Oh, she, sure. She the, walks in both worlds. Yeah, she represents the emperor, and she's there to oversee the transition between the Harkonnens and Atreides. Um, but she also is cool with the Fremen and has their abilities, right? Well, she, she, like she's the, one of them. Okay, so she, she is one. Of, she's. They didn't. She also, by the way, they gender swapped her in this movie. It's a, okay. it's a guy in the book, but it doesn't matter. Gotcha. It, and also. 
so I'll say it's mother instead of father. That's the mother of of uh, Shanti, which is Zendaya. Oh, okay. And we haven't okay. mentioned Zendaya, well, which, which you might find interesting because she's, right. she's barely in seven it. minutes. Of right. Yeah. Uh, other than time. flash forwards, I yeah. mean, that's about all you see of her. In which yeah. is interesting yeah. to see how after this weekend that will be received because Zendaya is a popular actor. She's really good, yeah. mm-hmm. and she's doing all the press tours and the yeah, marketing. And she's in it for three minutes. Yeah. I think it's yeah. seven. <laughs> Two of them are visions. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say she has yeah. maybe what I would say two lines of dialogue in this. If that, if that. Like that. Yeah, and yeah. that's at the very end. I saw someone count it was seven minutes, which is, yeah. I mean, it's less than Drew Barrymore in Scream. So yeah. is it? But it's is it less than Margot Robbie in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I don't oh, think so. No, no, she had more than that. She didn't originally. Well, I mean, she's this character. Until <laughs> so she agreed important. to take her shoes off. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You got how much time? You screen time? You want? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they so do yeah, the so fight. They the fight, and Timothy Chalamet, Paul wins. Yeah, uh, it's pretty awesome. I mean, and I do quick. like that he stops twice, and they're and the Javier Bardem's like, "What is he like, doing? Do you yield?" And yeah, do you yield? And they're, they're just like, like, "There's no yielding in what this. Are you, no, kill him. What are you doing?" Yeah. And Rebecca Ferguson's like, "There's no like, yielding in Dune. Yeah, Duels. No yeah. Yielding in Dune." Um, I do like that Rebecca Ferguson's like, "He's never killed anybody before. He doesn't know what the hell well, he's doing." That's about to change. And then he kills him. Yeah. Like, it, and it was a good move. Like, it wasn't uh, a dastardly move. It was of, you know, the guy lunged and Timothy Chalamet. He's quick. Took, took he, the shot and did the gut. And, you know, you know, disemboweled uh, him or whatever. He just and then I. It, I guess that they gave Rebecca Ferguson, what is her name, Jessica and Paul, the option to leave, and Jessica was like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna bounce." Well, Jessica, yeah, she wants to go. She wants to go back to the home planet, right? You know how she was gonna get there. I don't know. And Paul was like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna stick this out. We're gonna fight with them." Paul sees these visions, and he's he's come to realize that what he's seeing is his destiny, if you will. Like he he sees this is his hero's journey is with these people. Well, it probably it's that's yeah. sort of. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. he he knows that he has a future with these people, and we see him on the battlefield, and it's really cool. Uh, the one big battle sequence you get is one of those forward right. sequences, and you see this the two armies. It's like the Emperor's army, yeah, which the Harkonnens enlist to help them, and they're all wearing white. Isn't that interesting? Like a bunch of stormtroopers, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the it's the Harkonnen or the Emperor army versus the Fremen, and you see this warrior who's really badass, and you're not sure who it is, and he flips over some people, does some cool moves, yeah. and his visor comes down. It's Paul with right. blue eyes, with right? Blue eyes and they lines. and they use that in the trailer. That's where I was confused on where this movie was going to end. Right? You know, so I thought, oh, well, I thought we we're going to get at least into him leading them in, into battle. And so that's a like real that. battle at the end of the first book. or within it. It's, within. Yeah. The first yeah. Book. When okay. he, cause he's with them for long enough. Yeah, that's yeah. why his eyes turn blue. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I think this is, uh, I'm shocked that they didn't green light part two, the way they leave this. I was like, Oh, we'll just get part two next year. But to their credit, and to their credit, though, in the first five minutes of the movie or whatever, it's like Dune Part it, it One. It does say Part they don't One. Bait and switch you like you know you're watching a Part One. You don't so get a, you, you get, don't you don't get Hunger Games Part Four. But the, there's a big difference between this and say, remember how they split it? Yeah. It Part One. You could just watch that Part One and never watch it again and be fine. That's true. You yeah. know what I mean? It, it it you might be it, better for it. The, yeah, it actually, be, you're, yeah. absolutely, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. The better part. Yeah, and and it kind of. It, it settles itself by the end. You know, yeah. everything kind of wraps up for the most part. This does not. There's this, no closure. That's there's the problem. absolutely no. There's absolutely no closure. When I left the theater, that's what I said to people. You know, how'd you like it? I'm like, I loved it. I was enthralled by it. I was, you know, I loved it. But my biggest complaint is like, it's half a movie. It's a great, right. great half a movie. But, you know, the more that I let that sit with me, I'm like, you know what, though? But if I'm going for two and a half hours and seeing these amazing sci-fi visuals, these brilliant performances, you know, I, I was in it. I had a great time. Like, it still was a very satisfying experience. But my one complaint is, to its credit, it's so good. You want more. Like, it, you're hooked. and you... I, I don't know if I wanted more or as much. I just wanted to, I want to know what the ending of this, like, where are we going? Well, that's right. I, like that's kind of I, I, potato potato. Sure, I'm just saying sure, you, sure, you sure. want more. It was so you're like you're, you're not like oh well I won't see part two. It sucked. Like right. you want fair. more. You, like, that's what was that the the oh, god damn it was the one that we Fast and Furious. No, because <laughs> I've given up on those. But it was like wasn't oh what what was the Shailene Woodley one that they did it's not so oh, uh, where they were just yeah, like yeah. we're done. Like, yeah, that's, you know I like, was so mad really at the end of that because I didn't realize that they I thought that I thought it was a three movie thing. Yeah, when they and when it ended and they set up for a fourth movie, I was like, I thought we were done. <laughs> but that was <laughs> remember that was and in then, vogue for a while. That yeah. the final movie of any of these things they're going to split. split into right, well, that was and, the Harry Potter in Twilight. Yeah, and a couple others did and that. And then and then they didn't. And then I then they end up not making them. Like, right. Thank God. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself out there for ridicule. I actually liked the first Divergent movie. 
I thought the not first one wasn't bad. It, yeah, I didn't, but I never watched the other ones. I never you, felt the they, need to watch good. the yeah. other ones. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think that I, I do think that this is an amazing looking movie. I also saw watch this twice. Uh, I did it in IMAX, which I think is probably the best way to watch this. I did. I also watched it at home. If you've got a really good setup, I think it's totally fine. It, it does. It doesn't. You need to see if you're going to yeah. see this. Do it in the theater if you feel comfortable. But if you don't, don't just not don't. watch it. Like yeah. a lot of people, go, like you can watch only see this on the theater. And no, I, oh, I always no, go I back. I'm definitely to, not that guy. Yeah, you know how I watched Star Wars for the first time on, on a VHS a, on a 19 <laughs> inch TV, and I love it. Do you have any idea how many movies? You didn't see it in the theater before you were born. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but to Star movies, Wars, Back to the Future, all that stuff. I watched on a tiny little TV. But you know, th- movies don't play forever in theaters. Right, so you're saying right. in a year from now, whoever's too late to watch in theaters should never watch Dune. I mean, again, this is incredible on the big screen. And I think all movies are better if you can see them that way. But to count it out, we've got us ourselves. We've got a whole lifetime of movies we've watched on home yeah, video for the first yeah. time. And we've loved. So That's how I saw Batman. Yeah. I mean, so see it if you can. And it's 100% worth it and better than at home. But if you feel safe i mean if, to feel safe you watch on hbo max do it do it and give it the stream because we need part two so the yeah. more people watch it on hbo max the more likely it will get dreamed. that's true yeah yeah. if it really hasn't already which i think it has but they want those numbers <laughs> yeah absolutely i, I really hope it does i think then again i find this weird because now you've got to get everybody line up again you have to have all these. That's a good you point. Have, you, you know, and you, the have, sets to, you, and you the, have to. Well, the sets are one thing, but getting yeah. all the cast together because they're they're out making other movies. You know, right. he's doing his Wonka thing. You know, I'm sure she's got. Half, Spy- well, Spider Man's done, right? So yeah, half these other people yeah. have. Um, so you've got to wait for all of them to get it's done. A lot with their of projects. People, so, yeah. And you know, I hate to bring up stuff like this, but well, let's just say they made this movie six years ago, and Army Hammer was in it. You right. know what do you Lock do? What, change, what, yeah, yeah, what do you do when you got to make the sequel and you're like, well, he's not really bankable. So <laughs> I know that's tough. Um, well, hopefully, I mean, they let's move hopefully, on yeah, let's hope nothing like that happens no, with somebody. Not our cast, Timmy. But, not right. Timmy. Would no, yeah, of do course anything. not. But okay, can I mention one thing? You at can the mention end, anything. One thing at the end that made me laugh. What's that? And not in a good way. Laugh. Oh. <laughs> one of the things in the, in the stories that's really awe inspiring to see is the, how these fremen ride these giant sandworms. Yeah. Well, they never really show it in the movie, you know, they, and they never really get around to it. So at the very end, they decide to just show one riding a sandworm in this distance, you know, like, wee! Yeah. He, like might surfing. Well yeah. he might as well be doing the hang loose thing. <laughs> Should have been Jason I, I, Momoa. I, yeah, I had to laugh when I saw it. I was just like, oh. that's just ridiculous. That's you know? funny. I did, to me, not knowing the material as well and, and not even thinking about them riding a sandworm, I, it didn't stick out to me, but, you know. Yeah. So I'm just saying to like the outsiders, I didn't watch it and go, well, that was ridiculous. It just but felt like they had to jam Yeah, you know like, oh, more yeah. about that yeah, they well, do that. It just felt to so me like they're like, like, oh, we forgot to show somebody riding <laughs> the same worm. Quick, show that in the background. Had the guy <laughs> cruising by. He's going to go get milk and he's <laughs> coming back. Yeah. It's like in heat when they were like, oh, crap. We never we <laughs> put, never put the same room. We never put De Niro and Pacino <laughs> in the same scene together. <laughs> Whoops. Let's cut and paste a scene from a TV show nobody remembers. <laughs> hey, Mike, what do you got on tap for us? Oh, I got this thing, I guess. We'll try that. They did that on Caddyshack as well. What they realized that they never put Bill Murray and Chevy Chase in a scene together, so they had to call them back to film the, the which scene. Which is actually get. one of the best scenes, or yeah. funny scenes, and they were, yeah. and it's the first time they had interacted since the fist since fight. The fist fight. Oh, oh wow, yeah, 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 yeah. Where, so uh, where, um, he, Bill Murray calls him a medium talent, yeah, which is <laughs> which was a, a an insult that t- was recycled on the season finale of Ted Lasso. Oh, was it really? Oh, wow. He's a medium okay. talent. That's and funny. I was just like, oh, somebody knows their SNL history. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's the main that's, character that's about, of that show. Probably. So the, we should say the Baron, uh, in that scene where Duke Leto uh, uses the poison capsule, he kills a lot of the Harkonnens, and they close up that chamber. Uh, they later find the Baron up on the ceiling. Yeah. And, uh, trying oh, to, like, it looked like a the, balloon at a, at like, a kid's yeah. party that got it loose. And <laughs> like Lionel Richie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't think he was dancing, but, but uh, he's holding on for dear life. So he's like in the back to tank. They throw in a mud bath and back to tank. It is a back to tank. Yeah. And uh, uh, what's his face comes in and we is have like, back to back. Batista's uh, like, Uncle, <laughs> I'm telling you, what's going on? He may not. He may not. He doesn't need to be the best. He's yeah. like, I'm just, can I just have roles? In the no, biggest, he's fine. Can I just have the roles of the biggest movies coming out yeah. this year? Or but we get two movies in a row with mud baths. That's right. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking the same thing. And yeah. bagpipes. That's right. But we get creepy. Uh, another creepy imagery of Stellan Sarsgaard coming out of oh, the mud that's pit. so gross. Oh, yeah. And he's just like. <laughs> Yeah, do do your thing, and then goes back in sinister. <laughs> in the well, sinister and that's way. and again, just because he's a villain amongst yeah. villains, that's his plan. Is like I've got two nephews, 
this guy's a brute. I'm going to have him go out there and just mess things up and i'll bring in the other nephew and everybody yeah. will like him just because he's not chopping off heads <laughs> yeah you know so exactly. and i hope he wears that the the underwear and has spiky hair like sting <laughs> oh, the, oh yeah oh. the cod piece <laughs> yeah god give that guy make that guy constantine hmm. just Who's do a thing yeah too old no he's not yes, he, no. He's old. no constantine is old oh uh-huh. yeah. yeah do it HBO Max, make it. So happen. is that is that it? Yeah, are we it. done with the movie? We're done yeah. with the movie. I don't know. Yeah. The yeah. way it stops, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we're done. Just like or not. just like the movie, tell. we're done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for. I don't know. I, I'm I'm really curious how that's gonna, you know, react with audiences. They're gonna say, "Wait a minute, what happened?" You yeah. know. I think one, so many of them are watching it at home, that it won't be as jarring. Yeah. Like, it'll just be like, well, that's how TV works now. You know. That's true. Yeah. And I I think that. But then I, they're going to be tuning in next week. Want to know when? It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's the, the next one? Yeah. But it's not also like it in like I know it doesn't have like your traditional like Shakespearean plot diagram of like rising action, falling action. But it's also not so intricately plotted that you're just you. F- I didn't feel like they left me hanging. That's what I'm saying. Like I felt, they chose I just it felt like, well, it's okay. That's... He joins the Fremen. He survives. He and his mother survive. Uh, you know, like, I feel like there's enough things to where they kind of win the day. Yeah, if to... they weren't, if they weren't already telling you there's going to be a part two, and I know they haven't greenlit it, but like, if it, if, if this was just a, a movie that on lived on its own yeah. and you didn't know that there were 95 books and, <laughs> sure. and you know, you might walk out being like, yeah, what? but in today's world, everything has sequels. There's yeah. always a sequel, whether it does or doesn't. Even it's movies that tank sequel. have sequels. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's, you know, I agree. I think it's a if it weren't a better like if it weren't as well made of a movie, you might yeah. be more mad. But the experience you got two and a half hours of you know sci fi visual yeah. feast and yeah. plus I had to pee again, so I really wasn't mad. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I mean, I don't know that makes a whole lot of sense, but I got to pee. Yeah. So See, <laughs> I think they should have made this a four hour movie and told the whole yeah. story and give everybody still suits like what they wear in the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or just purchase. You don't have yeah. to leave your, start, your seat. Just start wearing diapers to yeah. movies like I'm, a, like I'm a rogue astronaut. <laughs> some water yeah. world. Yeah. There's some cool. Oh, there's it'll some, be a water world. <laughs> there's some cool tech. I mean, we didn't get into it because uh, of the, time. The suits, I think, cool are pretty tech. cool. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I like the wasp uh, ship. Dragonfly. Yeah, the, yeah, Dra- the, the dragon, I thought those were really cool. Those look really cool. Yeah. But, uh, well, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter, at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S, 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter, at Kevin R. Brackett. And Matt, where can they find you and your wares? Oh, you can find me on Instagram, M-A-T-T-R-E-E-D-Y, 219. And that's it. Okay. You can also find him in the League of Show Shares. Oh, there we go. He yeah. posts all the time. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I've got nothing else to do. He's like, uh, <laughs> he's like our norm. He is our norm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, And you can find me on Twitter at Roderick Hubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. Don't forget our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where for $5 you get all sorts of bonus content, and we like you just a little bit more. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Bert and Heather have an armory. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out. It's going to ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.